Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm gonna teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this, how to handle rejection and feedback. Uh, Now, obviously this is gonna be in the context of relationships, with significant others, with friends, with colleagues, definitely with bosses, or if you are the boss uh, of your family or of your career, uh, this is going to be really important. So the truth is the reason I want to have this chat is because it's really important as adults, as as mature adults, to have hard conversations with other adults without messing everything up, right? Because oftentimes we're scared because we're like, I don't want to hurt their feelings or you don't know how to say the words and you will end up. So either you say the wrong thing or you don't say anything at all. Either way, the message gets lost. Nobody wins. So how do we have those tough conversations? So truth is, if I couldn't handle rejection or feedback from you, I would not be a growth oriented coach. I wouldn't be a coach at all because a coach is essentially someone in the customer service industry, right? What do I tell you guys when it's not about how I coach, it's about what you need. So I try to deliver right in this room, six people, five people, five different coaching styles. And that's all based on your feedback. That's not based on what I would obviously do for myself or what I would give on mass. If you don't build trusting relationships at home, in your own dwelling with your friends, then you, then the, then you build the opposite resentment and a painful living situation. And the bottom line, what I want you to get out of this talk is that without knowing how to handle rejection and without knowing how to deliver proper feedback, we are in for a very rough ride in this life. So if we're not able to give feedback, we're not building trust right? I have clients who will withhold how they feel about their progress for weeks on end. And then what'll happen? 12 weeks will go by and they'll say, nothing happened. I was afraid to tell you that I got injured. I was afraid to tell you that I haven't been following my macros, right? I've afraid to tell you that I've not been able to do my work. Ah, how do I do anything then? How do I, how do I help? If we're not able to receive feedback, we're not building trust either. If I created this wall where you guys didn't feel comfortable telling me anything, right? Then there's no trust built either, right? People say, I'm afraid of hurting their feelings. But what that actually means is I choose making myself comfortable over building trust with this person, right? I choose not to check in, even though I know I should be, rather than whatever my coach has to say about my progress or how I'm doing, okay? Feeding people half-truths or bullshit to make them feel better isn't about making them feel better. It's about making yourself feel better. It is a selfish act. I'm not, and I'm not saying selfish with any sort of judgment. I'm just saying it's, it's very you-oriented and not we or us-oriented. So again, it's the opposite of trust-building. Here are examples. Um, Here are some ways when someone gives you feedback or you you feel like you're being rejected, right? Like it's not constructive criticism, it's straight criticism, right? We can address it from a place of growth or curiosity. This is all about asking more 
questions. Okay. I have been shit on hundreds of times by clients. Okay. But when I use, let's say a version of the last example, they end up letting their guard down. So let's go through some of these. The first one is, can you tell me more about that? Hey coach, uh, I feel like I failed you. Oh, that's wow. That's kind of heavy. Can you tell me more about that? Okay. What am I doing that isn't working with you? That isn't working for you. Right. Another great question. I really appreciate you doing X. The work you did was outstanding. Right. Again, Katerina has COVID. Okay. Even if she only tells me that she was managing to sleep eight to 12 hours, I'm celebrating that. That's a win, right? Showing appreciation. When you did why it led to the following problems, how can we resolve this so it doesn't happen again? Guys, obviously I can always come back to the coaching example, but also think in your own lives, right? The conversation you have with partners, with best friends, with um, subordinates or bosses, right? Another good one. Thank you for telling me I fucked up. I didn't know this was a problem without you telling me. So please continue to tell me when I fuck up in this situation, right? I am, I am like a pet. I can be trained, right? I can do things better if I don't deliver feedback in the right way to you guys. If I keep doing something that's just grating on Katie, I need to know. We have a problem and it's important that we sit down as a team to address it directly. This will not be brushed under the rug. Otherwise, it will happen again. Who has ideas of how we can resolve this, right? We don't jump straight into, well, here's how I'm going to take control. We say, hey, let's brainstorm. Let's create a think tank. Let's make this work for all of us. Breaking trust, right? So this is what not to do. This is how not to handle rejection or feedback, okay? Talking over someone, thinking you have the only answer, hijacking the conversation or making assumptions. Giving someone feedback, but being unable to handle it yourself. Oh, that's a good one, right? You can dish it out, but you can't take it. Criticizing more than you praise, right? You guys, I'm sure you've heard of like the sandwich, right? It's a bun, okay? But the top and the bottom bun, that's the praise. That's the appreciation. That's the compliment. And then we throw the meat in, which is the constructive criticism, the feedback, Brushing issues under the rug, thinking that you're doing someone a favor. I can't emphasize this enough, right? Again, that only ends up breaking trust because they don't know the truth. And honestly, it's going to end up hurting you in the long run, right? I'm not interested in your feedback or opinion. So straight up, right? Guys, this is open and shut case. I'm not open to questions. There will be no feedback. That's it. This is the way it is. Ouch. Uh, avoiding hard topics, not asking for feedback or not listening to people when they bring problems to you. Right. Again, um, we can talk about the context of a friendship, right? It's okay. Right. Even friendships are relationships. And I think sometimes we forget that, right? Like just as we'd ask our partners, Hey, how can I be better? Uh, is there anything I'm doing that you'd like me not to be doing? We could do that with friends too, especially if we want to keep them. All right. So here is credit goes, first of all, to Kim Scott. If you've never read her book, Radical Candor, um, and you're in a position of authority or you have problems with the person in a position of authority, I highly recommend this book. So there's the care personally, and then there's the challenge directly. And you guys can see that 
if you don't challenge directly and you care too personally, then you get the ruminous empath. This is the person who will literally destroy themselves by not saying anything because everything is swept under the rug. Then you get the manipulative insincerity, right? Silent contempt, false humility. Sure. No, of course, everything, whatever you need, you got it. Okay. I'm here for you. Yeah. Passive aggressive behavior. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I mean, if that's how you things, if if that's how you think things should be done, totally happy to oblige. Oh my God. We all know those people too, right? They, you know, that they have something to say. They're just not saying it. Then we get obnoxious aggression, which is when they don't care and they challenge. So loud contempt, arrogance, their way, it's their way or the highway. They attack people's character rather than just criticizing a behavior. There is self-righteous shaming. They are, they are essentially bullies. I'm just going to leave it there. Now, the perfect way to do things is care personally enough and challenge directly enough by using radical candor. Okay. This is when you ask for criticism. First and foremost, give me feedback. Let's go. What can I do better? How can I be better? What are, what am I doing that you don't like, but also kind of dishing it out in the way you'd like to receive it, right? Specific. So we're, we're going for the jugular, but we're doing it clearly so that it's not hurtful and we're not attacking anyone's character, right? You're also going to praise and be kind to people because that's what they deserve. And again, that's what we would expect from others. Reflect on a time that you broke someone's trust at work or in life in general, or even a partner's trust. All right. Uh, You don't have to share the details. I just kind of want you guys thinking, okay, what kind of communication style were you likely using? Were you using radical candor? Were you using manipulative insincerity? Were you straight up empathizing and again, hurting yourself in the process? What style were you using? Do you have a most frequent quadrant? Can you identify what type of person you are? I know that, you know, prior to coaching, uh, I was definitely the empath. I would just, yes, of course, anything you got it. Just keep, keep giving it to me, whatever it is you need. I'm, I'm here for it. And I was so afraid of challenging others because I, I knew how icky it felt for me to be challenged. So I didn't want to do that. But then I also realized that like no one would ever get better if I didn't challenge them. Going forward, what actions could you have taken or and take now to become even more radically candid about your feedback? So what to do, right? Again, sermons, right? How are you going to take this and use it in your life? First of all, Become aware of what you're feeling and when you're feeling it. This is a skill that takes cultivation. Why? Because if you don't think of it as a skill, it is likely to be a trigger, right? A lot of us, as soon as um, we hear criticism, we hear feedback, we feel rejected, we go into what Brene Brown calls lock and load, right? We now become on the offensive rather than the defensive. We are triggered. We start packing our gun because it's coming. Let's go. Who wants to challenge us? Number two, allow yourself to feel it, right? If you do feel rejected, that's okay. Your feelings are valid, okay? But then respond. Think about where that person was coming from when they delivered it, right? Was 
was your boss, was your partner rejecting you or were they trying to level you up? Right. Again, when Katie, when Katie says something to me about something I'm doing or something I said, um, I don't see it as her like pushing me down or telling me I'm not a good spouse. I'm seeing it as her being like, Hey, I know what you're capable of. Why don't you just do it? Why don't you, why don't you just be that person? Right. I know it's in you, right? Sometimes it takes other people's perspective to see an aspect of ourselves that we don't see, or for them to say, listen, I know you, you're better than that, right? How many times have we heard you're better than that? Why did you stoop to that level, right? Why did you react? Why did you lock and load? Why did you shoot from the hip? Um, So yeah, become aware, feel it because it's okay. And then respond versus react. So what else you can do? Definitely look into radical candor. Again, if you're someone who doesn't handle feedback well, or you know that your instinct is to always lock and load, or you just hate uh, having tough conversations, highly recommend this book, Kim Scott. Okay. Next one is don't judge yourself too harshly, right? That's another thing, right? If I were to give you guys feedback on your compliance or adherence, and I'm like, hey, I don't understand four days out of seven, like what's going on? Tell me what's up. You're like, oh my God, coach doesn't think I'm good. Like I could have done so much better. And then we retreat, right? Sometimes instead of locking and loading, we go into a hidey hole and we hibernate and we're like, oh my God, that was the worst feeling ever. When she asked why I only did four days out of seven and I never want to feel that way again. Don't judge yourself too harshly. Okay. It's okay. It's okay. But let's, let's never back away from a challenge or feedback, and let's also never load it. And then finally, finally, as I I feel like half of my sermons always come back to agreement number two from the four agreements, which is don't take anything personally. Again, guys, when I ask you why it was only four out of seven, I'm not telling you a bad person. I'm not telling you you're a bad person. I'm not telling you you're a bad athlete. I'm asking what happened in your week, right? Very innocent question. What happened in your week that we missed three out of the seven days of macros? That's it. Nothing is either good nor bad, but thinking makes it so. I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying what happened, right? Maybe your boss is asking the same thing regarding your performance review, right? It's okay to do that. And then finally, worry about getting it right, not being right. And this applies when you're in an argument with a friend, with a significant other, when it's about when, when you're with your boss or even, uh, again, like a subordinate or an employee. Okay. Let's work on just problem solving together. Let's work for the, we, and the us not being right, right? There's no need to prove to someone else that you are right. We work on making sure at the end of the day, we all come out winners and that we're working for the greater good. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.